We are geek-centric, and you can be too. What's up, geeks, and welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast. My name is Kev, and in this week's episode, I will be challenging my fellow geeks to our toughest game ever. Plus, we'll take a look at all the latest news and trailers from around the Geek-Centric universe. But first, if you're joining us for the first time, this is a weekly show covering the world of film, television, gaming, toys and collectibles, and all things Geek-Centric. Joining me on the show, he's a huge Star Wars fan, but with his big old heart of gold, if he were around during the Clone Wars, he'd be a part of the Good Batch. It's Nate. I really like that. I would love to be part of the Good Batch. Yeah, you could never be anything, you know, a part of a bad batch. Come on. And here to discredit thoughts and edit pods, he's the cinephile with the biggest smile. It's J-Law. Bringing those rhymes. I love it. (laughs) Gents, how are we tonight? Good, man. It's curiously like curiously happy coming from you, especially after the last, I'd say what hour, hour that we spent trying to figure <laughs> out the audio. <laughs> trying, yeah, that was that was definitely a challenge to my Come patience, on. but uh, I'm stoked. I I honestly I can't go. wait to uh, make your brains explode with our game later on. Oh, yeah. uh, but before that, let's catch up a little. Uh, was it just me, or have we hit kind of a lull uh, entertainment wise? I mean, TV hasn't really started back up. And we're kind of in between movie releases, um, or at least big movie releases, you know. So how have you filled your entertainment schedules? Uh, why don't we start with you? Nate, what you been up to? Yeah, I mean, I've, I, I, I honestly love streaming TV and having instant access to things like video games. Because for me, it's like, there's never a lull. You know what I mean? Like I've got such a backlog of stuff that it's like, That's yeah, true. I'll just hop onto my, I'll hop onto my letterbox. I'll check out the watch list and I'll be able to find some stuff. Um, but you know what? I did not necessarily take advantage of that this week. Uh, I only have a little bit to talk about. Um, from the TV side, I do want to talk about uh, Love, Death, and Robots season two uh, launched on Netflix. And boy, oh boy, does that look spectacular on an OLED TV. The different animation styles. Um, for those who don't know, Love, Death, and Robots is like an anthology sort of, um, almost imagine it kind of like, um, it's not really Black Mirror, but it's like, it does have a lot to do with, obviously, Love, Death, and Robots. It's like a um, new age animatrix. Sure. Oh, I love that. Mm. Yes, 100%. It's like an animatrix for 2021. Uh, and so I've uh, I've only watched up to episode three. The episodes are really short. Some of them are anywhere from like six minutes all the way to like 17 minutes. Um, so I've been really enjoying them as just like some of them are kind of just like tone pieces. Um, the first episode's kind of quirky and the second one is a little more dark. The third episode, which is where I've made it to so far uh, since I started watching is really, really fantastic. It's called Pop Squad. And it, for those uh, who have ever played Uncharted, uh, you'll actually hear the voice of Nolan North, Nathan Drake, as the main character, um, who basically, he, he plays an officer uh, who's responsible for protecting kind of like his people or the city uh, and their way of life uh, by controlling the population through the extermination of any children born within the underworld below him. So it's really... Like, we're talking, like, 
he kills kids. Uh, and they, they don't show it. They never show it. They always cut away. Uh, thank goodness. But it is crazy dark, but at the same time, insanely beautiful. The animation is incredible. Um, I've just been loving this this series uh, overall. And if you haven't checked it out, you really have to. Um, and then as far as my only other watcha, um, honestly, Resident Evil Village. Um, and I was playing it on stream. And holy moly, dude, that game is literal dread. Literal, like, spooky, dread. Man. If you want to feel, it's so scary. Um, and so I will say playing it on stream really does help. Um to the point where, like, I'll have the chat sort of talking in or whatever. Like, there was a moment where I'm walking through the forest after I, – well, I don't want to spoil it, but someone – someone something happens. Big event at the beginning of the game. And I'm walking through the forest, and there's just these dead crows hanging from the trees as you're walking by them. And in my chat, somebody goes, that's some pretty interesting art. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> all right. That feels, that feels a little better. And then immediately the bird just starts going, ah! And starts freaking out. I'm like, ah, and I'm like, so so many wonderful clippable moments uh, that you can check out on my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Nate Plays Games. Um, but yeah, honestly, Ooh, early if plug, you like are, <laughs> you know, yeah, absolutely. But listen, if you are into, um, you know, watching someone play a scary game instead of playing a scary game yourself, definitely come on over. It's a lot of fun, and uh, and I've I've definitely been enjoying. It. I do want to keep playing it, but again, it's only because I've got the chat there uh, to kind of calm my nerves, and I'll open a Pokemon pack every now and then. So, <laughs> yeah, um, but that is my uh, that is my watcha. That's all I've been doing. Nice. I like the uh, the the, the calm, calming yourself down with a nice Pokemon pack, and then getting back to the action. That's that's a good way <laughs> to do it. Absolutely, hundred percent. Just what you've been up to. Uh, well, it's been an interesting week. I've I've really been enjoying some reality TV. Ooh. So me and my wife, as a regular, we, we love uh, Top Chef, uh, which is currently running both in the United States and in and Canada. And um, you know, if you if you're a fan of of the culinary arts, and and this show is all about culinary arts, I I feel like that's why I appreciate it. It it really highlights the idea that food and and the making of food is such an art form as it it encompasses so much of your senses from the visual to the the smell, the taste, and and like it's just everything, the textures and and so on. So yeah, I I love watching it uh, every week. So I I have my my people that I'm rooting for and I'm I'm waiting to see if it turns out. But it's weird that they're both running at the same time, like US and Canada. So it's like staying on top of both throughout the week. I feel like I have my like, weekly shows kev like uh, you know this it's like yeah right so and i tend to like just stream them from like platforms so um it, it makes it fairly easy if you don't have cable uh given uh resources yeah i'm bummed uh, i didn't realize that uh they'd started back up because i just finished uh master chef but oh yeah like, top top chef is like that just a bit a step oh, above we're talking like world class quality chefs here. The U.S. one basically. is is fantastic, especially the chefs that they feature on it. The Canada definitely feels like the Canadian version of Top Chef, especially like the cash prizes. And I get it; it's smaller and it's different, right? But the chefs that they have on there are stupendous, man. Like they're so good. Like some of them are really, really like they they they're stuck in their head, and you see that as as you're an artist, like trying to make your food and like you know in, in put a little bit of yourself and your culture and infuse so much into what you do. So again. I applaud all of them and I see it as an art form that that's what the show's really helped me kind of appreciate I always like a reality show that isn't based on you know like who can swing from a rope or who can race around flags but like (laughs) 
who is the most skilled at something and, yes. and you know that's how they win that's yeah. i generally another, prefer those another myself. guilty pleasure of mine would be project runway it's, it's the same sort of thing uh, prime had had a series with uh, heidi klum who left project runway and went and did one with tim gunn on amazon and it was fantastic it was so good can't wait for season two anyways i'm running long with this so i'm going to let end on the one geek centric reality tv thing and it is the uh uh, wrestling side of me that's suddenly I have I watched Booker T's autobiography I watched uh Macho Man's I've watched Shawn Michaels yesterday Shawn Michaels was nuts. Uh, was that the uh, good friends better enemies him and Kevin Nash yeah well it was that it was so it's A&E has all these biographies uh that they've been doing and, and I have um through having cable I can stream from their app like they have all these re- these shows that they're just doing biography biopics of these different wrestlers plus at the same time they're doing that that WWE treasure hunt uh series as well so and i've been staying on top of that so again yeah, that was on weird. my list yeah it's been weird how it's kind of creeped back up and and i think again as i was saying in, in the last episode when i mentioned the wwe treasures is that it's the behind the scenes it's the you know like having gone through and lived through some of the best parts of wrestling now to be on the behind the scenes and see some of the the stuff that went on and and like learning about Shawn michaels really incredibly abusive past with drugs and and how triple h really helped him like it only makes sense like i understand their relationship now so much more than i ever did when i was someone who who just watched them and saw them as the you know the obnoxious you know degenerates you know (laughs) degeneration x so i don't know it's it's been it's been fun i have to say it makes me want to go back and watch some of the matches like the last one with taker or the last flair match that Shawn Michaels had where, you know, he says like, Oh, WrestleMania 24. Dude, yeah. I was like, I was like, that's intense. So that's one of the best moments I've ever seen live, man. It was yeah. like so emotional yeah. and yeah. Yeah. I, well, again, I'll, I'll pick your brain about all this off offline about, we'll get deep sure. into it. But uh, yeah, that's what I've been up to for what you. That's it's funny. Cause I, ever since that a and w show came or uh a and e show rather um A&W. about the treasures came yeah we're not talking food here kev um no but ever since that a and e show about the treasures came on i went on a wrestling kick and like you it's all documentaries and behind the scenes like there was a pay-per-view this sunday that i didn't find out about until two days ago like that's how out of touch i am right. with the actual product right but um, yeah, they have. Oh, like WWE is putting out just some unbelievable uh, documentary content. And it's and I've regretted paying fifteen dollars a month for something I haven't used for two years. You know, that's a lot of money, but I'm happy to have the subscription now. There was a great one on RVD that really made me respect him as a wrestler and a performer. And uh, I think maybe the Shawn Michaels one I watched was a little different, and it was a bit more of a specific little time in his career, but. It was the time in the, his career that made me fall in love with wrestling. And so getting awesome. the behind the scenes on that was just yeah. goosebumps for me the whole yeah. time. But yeah, uh, yeah so it's, it's been crazy. I love that we're both getting back into it, you know, in, in, from a, a different perspective. Uh, um, I mean, one thing I've done uh, outside of that is lots of Pokemon Snap. Been snapping, snapping like crazy. Yeah, um, let's go. So that's that's been a lot of fun. Like just, you know, to play one of my favorite ever video games in a sort of updated form has just been a lot of fun are you do you know all the pokemon kevin do you know most of them or are you they know all what new to you? here's my thing i was so worried that it was going to be all these stupid new pokemon that i don't like <laughs> but they have put yeah. in enough of the 150 that 
as yeah. I see two or three a level, and it's like, you know, you come around the corner, and I'm like, yeah, Machamp, okay, Machamp, whatever. I am, yeah. I'm in for this level. Cool. I'm good. So they've put enough of that original sort of 150 that I'm, I'm perfectly fine exploring these new ones. There's some cool ones that I've yeah. never heard of. Yo, but Machamp doing the flexing on the, in, the, in the water level when he's on the rock, yeah. like, that is so cool. <laughs> so cool. And like, I'm glad you're enjoying and it. And you, you huck the fruit at him, and it doesn't even phase him. You know, no, nothing. <laughs> He's stone cold. You know, there you go. That's amazing. Uh, and then the last thing that I would uh, probably want to mention, because we've done it two weeks in a row now. Uh, Sarah and I checked out uh, Mitchell's versus the machines. Let's go. So there we go. We've all seen it now. <laughs> yes. And uh, what did you think? That was phenomenal. So much fun. Right? Oh, I did not expect it to be that funny. Like we were howling. So <laughs> really enjoyed so it. Good. Very cool. Yeah, honestly. And uh I mean, this isn't a spoiler, but there's a scene in Mitchell's versus the Machines that, Kevin, as you were trying to figure out the audio stuff on your side before we started recording, I was literally getting flashbacks to that moment near the end of the movie with the parents. Like, I, oh my! I gosh. do not have children, but I am basically like a dad trying to figure out you kids <laughs> and your newfangled technology. I cannot keep up. That's for sure. That so funny. So, so I can definitely relate to it with that. Um, but yeah. Very much like the the release schedule lately, or sort of you know uh, you know how much we've been watching. Uh, it's been kind of a slow news week as well, but we did get some interesting casting news. So why don't we take a stab at it and talk about that? It's all about the details. All right, so Knives Out, released in 2019, was a super fun ensemble mystery comedy adventure that was really carried by excellent performances uh, from Daniel Craig and Christopher Plummer and a great heel turn by the usually sweet and lovely Chris Evans. Uh, We obviously won't have Plummer and Evans coming back for the sequel, uh, and this left an obvious hole that writer-director Ryan Johnson needed to fill. And has he ever so far? Uh, The latest casting news for Knives Out 2 has Hamilton and One Night in Miami star Leslie Odom Jr. joining the cast. But that's just one of several new faces being added to the franchise that should add a whole nother level of fun and excitement. In addition to Odom Jr., new cast members will include Dave Bautista, Edward Norton, and Catherine Hahn. I wonder if it will be her all along. Uh, But guys, what do we think of this growing cast? And uh, who are we looking forward to seeing verbally spar with the Southern detective the most? I gotta say, Batista would be is gonna be great. Yeah. Like, I I hope yeah. they play him like a soft, gentle giant, like the opposite of what he looks like. Like very, you know, downtrod. Maybe not as confident. You know, not the big the big guy. I just think that like that that lends itself as being really interesting in a, in a Ryan Johnson knives out two world. You know, like an interesting character. So I, it's exciting to see this casting, especially because, like you said, Kev, like the the last movie was carried so heavily by its its diversity of the cast and what they brought to each of those characters so you know telling a new case with new characters is going to be fun I, i'm excited i think it sounds like he's on the way to a, a, having a successful sequel having a, a, another cast to help anchor people people seem to be lining up to, to to join the cast right so yeah yeah absolutely yeah i was worried honestly when i heard that there was going to be a sequel to that movie because yeah. i'm just like no like it's it's Doesn't such a it. good one it doesn't need it it's a one and done sort of situation but now hearing the casting and hearing who they're getting for it, it sounds like they're going to go yeah. in a different enough direction yeah. that it's still going to be a who done it. Um, but Leslie Odom Jr., like he was so fantastic in uh, in 
one night in Miami, and I just thought, like, I think he's a, a fantastic addition. I am, I am amped, however, for Catherine Hahn. Yeah. Like Catherine yeah. Hahn, especially after seeing her in WandaVision and everything she did, like I, I can't get enough of her. Honestly, I'm so stoked. And if she's literally the same character as she was in in WandaVision, that's fine with so, me too. I mean, she doesn't have to be an actual witch. But, but I know, like, but that, but that's my thing. Ca- the way Catherine Hahn was, even though she was very, you know, timely with her acting, she was very. Catherine Hahn at the same time, right? Like she kind yeah. of created a Chandler Bing, if you will, for herself, where it's just kind of like seeing your personality and that character come together. Could I be any more similar in every role? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean, right? So Well, we'll have to wait and see. Like, I mean, maybe she'll have an maybe she'll have like an accent or something. You know what I mean? Maybe she'll be completely different. Maybe I don't she'll know. be his sister. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be interesting, yeah. I mean, I'd love to see her channel sort of her over-the-top, I don't want to say bitchy attitude, but she was very, like, self-assured in Parks and Rec. I loved her character in that show. So, you know, to see something like that would be fun. I do think it's it's interesting, like, boy, do how times change, you know, that where, you know, we're we're at a point now where Edward Norton is just like a, oh, yeah, you did mention his name too, right? Whereas 20 years ago, that would have been like, Ed Norton, cool. Yeah, but I I think Ed Norton carries a lot of, like, baggage, like, for his history of how he is. Yeah, we've we've heard enough about him. We just don't like him that much, I think. Ryan Johnson's going to keep him at a distance, I bet. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm worried about my boy Ryan Johnson because he's already gotten beat up enough by all the Star Wars fans. Now he's got Edward Norton coming at him, telling him how to direct his movies. Like... I don't know, man. Maybe if they're maybe they're just in separate shooting locations. I yeah. don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I wish him all the best. I mean, though. to be fair, he he doesn't seem to uh, elicit as much disdain when he's not directing a Star Wars movie. He's generally uh, gotten over yeah, pretty well true. with those who've seen his other stuff. So yeah, Star Wars: The Last Jedi sucked, but Knives <laughs> Out was the bomb. Yeah. like it was amazing. Do more of that. They were both <laughs> phenomenal movies, and I think he's a great director. So yeah, we'll continue on though, Kevin. Okay. Well, uh, again, it was a slow news week, uh, but we did get a whole bunch of brand new trailers. Uh, So why don't we get out those banjos and jump right in? It's trailer time. All right. Our first trailer comes from the king of sappy, director Stephen Chbosky. (laughs) Uh, known for uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower and Wonder, uh, and stars a far too old to play a high school student, Ben Platt. Uh, <laughs> Dear Evan Hansen uh, is, about a, uh, is a film adaptation of the Tony and Grammy award-winning musical about Evan Hansen, a high school senior with social anxiety disorder, and his journey of self-discovery and acceptance following the suicide of a fellow classmate. So uh, I'm going to let Nate share his thoughts on this one first. This is a total Nate jerker. What? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> like cried four no, you can't, times you can't during say the two-minute trailer. Tear jerker. Nature. You can't say Nate. Anyway, um, guys, here's the deal. This trailer was not good. Okay? I will admit that much. It gave everything away. I think the movie has the ability to be good. And I think this is literally what we were talking about. In our giant trailer time episode, which if you haven't listened to, make sure to go ahead and listen to that, um, where where basically, yeah, absolutely, it gives away everything. But this trailer seems like it's being marketed towards people who have enjoyed the musical before, 
right? And I don't think that's the right direction to go when you're marketing a, a, a musical film like this, um, especially one that is so like the plot is so <laughs> integral. Like the music's amazing, but the plot it's is really, really integral. integral to right. Yeah. And so. So I don't think the trailer was good. I think the trailer was very, very bad. And if you have any any interest with seeing Dear Evan Hansen, but you've never seen the musical, don't watch the trailer. Um, but I will say Ben Platt, like, yeah, the casting's a little bit off, a little bit weird. But he was he literally was Evan Hansen on Broadway. Like, he's the guy. And his voice is incredible. And the music for this movie is amazing. And I'm stoked to see, like, Julianne Moore come in with, with, with her, uh, you know, performance. Amy Adams, I think, is a fantastic choice. And um, I thought the person they got for, for Connor, Connor Murphy, Colton Ryan, is another really, really great choice. So I think the casting is all there. I think it's still going to make me cry. And if you give it a chance, the music is absolutely phenomenal. And while we can't all go out to the, the, the actual theater to see this musical, which is probably a way better way to enjoy it. I think this is a really great option for people. I so don't have know. you seen I don't the know. I enjoyed it. I've seen uh, it. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I've seen it twice. It's it's absolutely incredible. I've seen it in with two different casts, and it's just, it it's, again, it's so hard to talk about it without giving away the plot. Well, the plot's already but... given away. Like, I, I honestly, like, I agree with you. I, <laughs> sure. Like, I just think that there was such a better way to handle this trailer to still hit the notes of the importance of the story without giving everything away like i feel like i've seen most yeah. of this movie now like like you know to hammer back onto the synopsis you could have sh uh shown that the movie's about the fact that he's going to go on a journey of self-discovery and acceptance without showing his actual journey of self-discovery yes. and acceptance 100 and i find yeah. it weird because i i imagine there's going to be more than one musical number in this movie but yeah. it just, they didn't sell it as a musical. They sold it as a movie where this guy happens to sing once, I think. And it, you know, I don't know. It just... Well, the way, so the, the actual musical, the characters, that's exactly how it kind of works. They're talking and then it just flows into the song. Like there's not like, there's not like a moment where the music starts and then the character starts singing. It's like they just start talking and then all of a sudden they're singing the song and they get into it. And But I will say like, Again, the music's really, really fantastic, but this trailer is doing such a disservice because, Justin, exactly what you're saying, the the setup for the entire musical is, yes, uh, you know, Connor Murphy commits suicide and Evan continues to have this relationship with this fake Connor Murphy, but you don't need to show what happens after that to your exact point. And that was that's the biggest issue with the trailer is we, we saw... The, the the impact that it has, which we shouldn't have seen yet. Absolutely, and that is the problem with, with these kind of trailers. There's like a studio yeah. mentality around these kind of trailers where it's like, give them everything. Like, even the latest Fast and the Furious 9 trailer does the exact same thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it just feeds you all of the, the, the best parts and, and the, the moments that, that you need to feel, right? So it's it's just unfortunate, but... Um, it almost feels like... it. Honestly, the trailer almost feels like it's a... Um, a pitch more than a trailer, yes. like a pitch to movie studios from fans of the musical who created it to say, this is probably what YouTube the movie's going to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I think yeah. casting though, Ben Platt, like I do think that's a bit of an odd choice. Like I, I, I personally didn't know how old he was. Uh, 27. He's, he is looking he's a little, yeah. little, he looks seasoned. like he's 35. It's like, it's <laughs> like the cast of Greece all over again. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but like, again, at the, the, the same time, it's like, you know, I, I, there could have been an opportunity to kind of reinvigorate, you know, this story by infusing a new actor you know, finding someone yeah. that could have embodied this, that's more age appropriate, that could really speak to that. I think that that, that is something, not necessarily just keeping the actor intact. Like, I, I think the mentality of doing a musical with the stage people is, is interesting. Like, imagine Hamilton, but done as like a Les Miserables, right? Like, uh, like a Les Miserables style version of, of Hamilton, rather than everyone saying, oh, well, the Hamilton play on screen is a movie it's like no it's not i like mike i'm sorry man <laughs> if you're listening to this i don't think that that yeah. is a, that is a it's movie. not a movie no yeah i mean i'll say i i, I like ben platt i really liked him in pitch perfect yeah uh, i love the way yeah. he played the character in that and I, he's obviously a tremendous singer yes um but uh you know i don't think this will be one i'm gonna see oh <sighs> It's a Nate Dang Jerker. It. Okay, well, I listen. Know it. It's I told I'll you. Cry. Stop saying. <laughs> stop saying Nate but Jerker. Speaking like, of trailers that give too much no. of the movie away, uh, our next trailer mm. comes from a franchise which is clearly trying to hit Fast and Furious level numbers of sequels. Uh, we've got <laughs> Hotel Transylvania Four: Transformania. Drax Pack is back, like you've never seen them before. In this spin on the whole body swap, Freaky Friday, Freaky Friday idea. In what they're calling the final chapter. Well, I mean, I'll see. I'll believe that when I see it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, how many more of these can they keep making? I don't even think I saw the last two. I, I didn't see the like, last wasn't there two. one on a boat, yeah. and then there was another one before yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. I saw and, yeah, the, is this the fifth or? Yeah, the first one's great. Uh, the second yeah. one is a <laughs> decent sequel if you like the characters. The third one, it's like okay, they're on a boat now. Nothing's changing. It's a little so. I mean, I'll give them credit for at least trying to do something different with this one yeah this is just an adam sandler project that's gonna run its legs he's constantly doing stuff right so it's like keeping the animated that animated world like maybe do another animated movie right like you know don't don't necessarily do that if i know it's sony animation and and whatnot and i mean the thing's a cash cow you can't really blame them right i guess i guess pouring in money for sure and and like you know when it comes to like you're competing with things like Pixar and Disney and even like to a certain degree like the Minions and Despicable Me and you know those things that that still draw in a large audience it's like you know it's 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 bound to happen this commercialism I will say and like I I didn't know this before and I don't think he's done the other any of the other ones um but I am very intrigued that the writer for this is Gendy Tartakovsky Right, like your Samurai Jack writer, and like this is so different than like if you told me this okay, was well, much, now like, written by the same guy, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying, Justin. Like, let's go. You just like, that okay, up. you just found that out right now. I did just look it up. I'm on IMDb <laughs> that's pretty, right now, that's but I'm just cool. like, I've been watching. I've been watching Samurai sick. Jack again because um, I, yeah. I never finished the run that I originally started. Like, it'll be interesting to see what they do, but he's writing it. He's not animating it, so and directing it. Right? Is he directing it or is he writing yeah. it? Uh, he's just writing it, yeah. yeah, writing and screenplay. But like, I, you know, it's I, still I, honestly, interesting though. It's it still looks like it looks like fun. Again, another Sony animated uh, movie that like I think they're doing a great job with their stuff so far. And I don't know, I'm down. Yeah, and I'm just seeing here the third one was directed by Gendy Tartakovsky. Uh, and written, and now this one is not directed by him. So interesting. I don't know. Who knows? I Who knows? The third one out, but so maybe the trailer I'll check looked that like one fun, out, actually, because now I'm interested. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, I think well, my my biggest issue with this trailer comes from what we were talking about and giving too much away. 
in that there's a stinger after the title comes up where mm-hmm. you could set up this idea that they're basically that you know the 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 dad and the the son-in-law's characters are switching roles one's right. becoming a monster one's becoming human you didn't have to show the transformation of all the secondary characters which looks like it's going to be the set the 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 bulk of the jokes is going to be these characters in human form and now i've seen them in the trailer do i really need to see the full movie you know what i yeah, mean absolutely yeah. like you see the big dumb frankenstein as the 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 hunky guy and you know oh the invisible man is naked like you're giving away all these jokes and so it was i just hated that end stinger i thought it was just 20 seconds un- of unnecessary giving stuff away but hmm. uh we stay animated for our next trailer, which is for an upcoming addition to the ever-growing Disney Plus TV series lineup. It looks like what would have made a far better sequel than what Pixar ended up going with eight years ago for their sequel to Monsters, Inc. Um, although this was just a teaser, it appears to be a Monsters, Inc. series set six years or six months rather after the original Monsters, Inc. film about the monsters getting their energy from children's laughs instead of their screams. The uh, most surprising for me was seeing Billy Crystal and John Goodman returning to their classic roles of Mike and Sully, uh, which certainly lends at least a smidge of credibility to it, right? This isn't like, you know, the the Rapunzel TV show where Rapunzel and, and uh, the, the main, uh, the, the gentleman there is played by just different characters, right? Mandy Moore didn't come back, I don't think, for the show, but you know what I mean, just in general. I find it interesting that they got these stars to come back to, to do this TV show. Yeah, the trailer looks um, really fun. Like again, it's 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 Monsters uh, Inc. Um, Kevin, first off, just Monsters University was great. Okay, so relax. It was barely um, good, especially as a no. Pixar film. Come on, it was. Come on. It, it was, was great. better than, than anticipated. It, it, it was no Toy Story two for sure. Okay, it well, was more sure. of a Cars two. I wouldn't go that far, but um, this does look like a lot of movie fun. Combat. It is, we'll it is in combat that <laughs> you will movie combat it. It is kind of cool though. Like it's funny how Disney keeps um, kind of like between Pixar, Marvel, uh, and 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 Star Wars. Like now we're getting we're getting we're going all over the place. It's like okay, where can we put this pocket of narrative? Okay, well this is going to be not current, you know, canon. This is set six months after monsters inc so it's not as far as like what we've seen you know what i mean so it's just it's just really interesting to see how they're sort of playing with the the time there i am really interested though to see like you know how long are these episodes going to be because i think there's quite a few of them are they are these going to be like a little seven minute short sort of thing is this an anthology situation Mm, interesting that's Um, a good question you know i'm i'm intrigued to see i i honestly hope it is an actual storyline with characters that are recurring and and have some sort of growth but i don't know i don't know i mean i couldn't get anything from the trailer from that standpoint um other than it does look like a lot of fun and i'm happy to jump back into that world now i'm just wondering like do you think this is going to be a series aimed at kids and adults of all ages you know like pixar manages to do or is this going to veer down like a kids centric sort of tonality do you think Ooh, kid centric. I like that. Um, no, I think uh, I think it is going to tailor to both because I think you got to th- consider the fact that, as Nate pointed out, it's years after the first one came out. Yet they're only doing the story six months after. Almost, yeah, but right, it's almost so. twenty years since we would have seen this in theaters as like you know twelve year olds or whatever, right? Sure, like, but I'm so still, they've got to sort of cater to us as adults as well, and you know we're showing it to our kids too, right? Like it's sort of I want to yeah. see, but that's why you bring back people like like Billy Crystal and John Goodman, 
right? Like for me, that was a huge, that's a huge selling point. Like if they went with voice actors, I don't think I would be as interested, but the fact that they brought yeah. back, you know, the two main characters, hell yeah. And Jennifer Tilly's on and board bringing it, and right. And bringing it Henry Winkler, yeah, yeah, Henry like Winkler's let's go. Yeah, like, like that's I'm definitely casting. Like, that's not casting for kids. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's casting for, for the older generation. Yeah, for sure. True. So I, I think that, I think that a hundred percent you're going to have that and they're going to be playing with that in terms of how they voice act these characters and you know the stories and the situations and who knows what sort of stuff it looks fun i'm i'm actually very intrigued and to the point of what we're talking about the fact that they're turning it into a series and they didn't go with it as a sequel um is is interesting so many years later uh, well i guess we'll just have to wait and see uh but something we will not have to wait and see uh, not too much longer at least hbo max just released the full trailer for the Friends reunion special entitled The One We've All Been Waiting For. Um, at first, I was a little disappointed that this wasn't going to be an actual episode with all the actors going back to their characters. Right when they first announced it, I was a little like, oh, okay. Um, but the more of these reunion specials I've watched over the last two years that they've been doing because of the pandemic and everything, like I've absolutely fallen in love with them. It's that behind-the-scenes thing we're talking about, you know, getting the stories of how these iconic shows that mean so much to us were made. Uh, it's just so fun. And this, like, oh, this got me just absolutely going uh, in terms of how much fun it looks like it's going to be. Yeah, I 100% I agree with you. And, and I think that, you know, to the point of what you're mentioning of, of, of reunions, like the only other one that I watched in the last like year was was the Fresh Prince one and that was fantastic like that was well it was done so good. and that was very obviously very focused different much different I think in terms of it's it's uh, it's it, the audience and the messaging and everything around it this is going to be you know tons of fun just to see a mixture like they're just it looks like they're going feature length with it I don't know like I hope like based on how much they showed in this trailer I hope it's not just an hour or like 48 minutes like I'm hoping yeah because like, we got most of it in that trailer then well yeah. that, that's what I mean right so like I feel like it's 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 gonna be probably a two hour thing, which I'm okay with if if they if it's like a feature length reunion because I was under the same impression too. I think uh, that it would be like some sort of episode or a couple episodes, but I'm okay that it's it's going this route. Like I wasn't I was just shocked though because I I was so certain that it was going to be uh, a, a series or like a mini series, if you will. But I'm okay. I'm okay with that if if it's more or less like how we're discussing a behind the scenes as to as to how the show got. It's magic, and I'm 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 so stoked for the the cast list. Like, yes, we're getting friends, but we're also getting some of the additional characters, right? Like, you see Tom Selleck is yep. there. Yeah, you see Richard um, pop in, and, yeah. Yeah. right? We got Maggie Wheeler is coming in, um, and Reese Witherspoon is going to be there as yep. well, and just like a ton of additional uh, guests. I think it's hosted by James Corden. Yes, that that's the what the voice of it looked like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but honestly, like this trailer was awesome because. Again, I think a lot of people, when they hear reunion special, Kevin, to your point, they think, oh, my gosh, like, it's going to be a new episode with them. And while they're not doing that, you see the trailer opens with them doing the apartment trivia game. And, like, that, to me, just sort of feels like they're characters again. Like, you literally see um, you, you literally see David Schwimmer, like, do the, the Ross, like, <laughs> voice. Like, it's like, it's, and I get that that's so much of, like, who he actually yeah, is, but... Yeah. I don't know, man. Like it just—it was so fantastic. The only thing I will say that that weirded me out just a little bit, and I guess it's just I'm just not used to seeing them 
look the way they do. Was it Fat Joey? A lot of, it was Fat Joey. It was Fat Joey. I'm not going to lie. He, I told my, <laughs> my mom's watching the trailer next to me, and I'm like, he kind of looks like a, a slightly more handsome Uncle Bruce, like my, one of my uncles. <laughs> and it's just like, it's weird because you're not used to seeing Joey that way. But I think, honestly, that, that will probably melt away in the first, like, five minutes of them interacting so i'm very very looking forward to he'll this. make some joke about how many sandwiches he's eaten and you know he, <laughs> yeah. he just had two pizzas to himself something like that yeah yeah <laughs> I, I i think i think it's safe to say they all look like you know it's been a while right since since friends yeah. originally aired and i mean since they except Jen, jennifer aniston she looked ageless she looked exactly like she did in the, well, the last few that seasons Avino, of the all show all that avino cream that she that she there around, <laughs> get so. me some of that <laughs> yeah i know but she no they do look good don't get me wrong they've obviously grown up and and even like you know uh yeah. matthew perry looks very you know he, he's much older now and it just puts into perspective as you said like if they were to do an actual episode miniseries what what that would look like of those kind of people but do we really need to see it Probably not. And I think no. people know reunion shows are more like this, where it, it is a very behind the scenes sort of uh, uh, retrospective versus like an actual episode. Yeah, no, like, but like an other reunion ones, like the, the Lord of the Rings um, reunion, yes. uh, the Sandlot did one. And these were all like confined to Zoom. And so there was a certain charm to that. But mm-hmm. the production value of this looks unbelievable. Like, they clearly yeah. pumped a lot of money into, like, rebuilding sets and filming <laughs> it the way they have. Like, it looks really great. Uh, one last thing that I just thought was super cool. Like, most things that we get on streaming services release on Friday. But what night of the week did everyone tune in to watch Friends? Thursday. Thursday night. And so that's why it's releasing next Thursday, May 27th. Oh, that's instead cool. of I that's thought cool. that was such a neat little touch that, uh, yeah. You know, Thursday night is must see TV one more night. So I thought I hope, that was I really hope we cool. get it here in Canada on, on Crave. Oh, I don't seen I think I'm dreading we are. it. I'm dreading it. I think I've heard that we are. Okay. I'm pretty sure we actually okay. are. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but uh, that's it for trailer time. And honestly, guys, I am chomping at the bit to uh, rack your brains with some really tricky uh, trivia of sorts. So shall we jump into the topic of the show? Yes. Let's do it. Woo! It would be an understatement to say that we are more than excited to get our butts back into movie theaters sooner than later. And one thing that will amplify that excitement to just full-blown hysteria will be the first time we hear the signature studio fanfare that plays before a movie starts. Some of them are just so iconic, we probably hum them in the shower. And some are so classic and ingrained in pop culture that we don't even need to see the signature graphics that accompany them to know exactly which studio has made the movie we're about to watch. So today, I will be testing Nate and Justin's knowledge of these classic jingles. Now, this certainly won't be easy. Uh, I've divided the game into two categories. In the first round, I'll play 15 of the most iconic movie uh, and maybe one tv fanfares to see if the guys can identify them uh, i will award one point for each correct answer and um, for some of them i'm going to let them play out and give you uh, some hints perhaps okay. Not, nothing too obvious but uh, and again don't feel bad when you don't get like 90 percent of these because it's a, a tricky <laughs> little thing but it'll just be nice to hear them again 
Yeah, uh, we ready it's going to be hard. Oh, it's going to be tricky. It's going to be tricky. I'm excited to see which ones you might actually squeak out. Uh, okay, we ready to play? Oh, yeah. I, I think we're ready to go. All right, let's roll track number one. All right, gentlemen, I'm just going to say, if you don't get this one, we're just going to stop the game right here. <laughs> I, think I've, I think I've got yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. Okay, let's see those answers on. Three, two, one. And we've both got 20th Century Fox. Perfect. All right, guys, we yeah, can man. continue Classic. playing. But, but Kevin, I wrote uh, studios in brackets because now they're, now they're just 20th Century Studios. They got rid of the Fox, right? Oh, I guess they would have had to, right? Yeah, Got the fox uh, that's, out of there, man. All right, all right. Should I give you a bonus point for that? No, I, I think so. I won't. I won't. Although you no, might no. be able, you might need it later on. Okay, um, we're gonna roll track number two. This one is also easy. I'm not giving any hints for this one. You should get this one too. All right, let's see. Chills. All right. So good. Let's so good. see those answers. In three, two, one. We've got it. Universal. Universal Studios. Let's Universal go. Pictures. I'll take either there. Perfect. We're on a Beauty. roll, guys. Now, now, is this a... I've got a question. Sorry. Was this a thing where didn't everyone think it was bum, bum, and then that bum, bum happened again? Like, I thought it happened more than once, but it only happens once. Um, you, know, you know what? Universal is one of those ones that have changed their fanfare different, yeah. 20 oh. times. They do it for anniversaries and stuff. There's a few okay. that have done that. Um, and so I bet you there was a bump, 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 and now there's just one. Right? Who knows? So if I wrote down the 1993 one that only has the one nice. bump, bump, do I get extra nice. points for that? Nope, you don't get extra points for that either. <laughs> Stop trying to cheat okay. the system. Jeez. <laughs> I'm just, Justin, he said it's going to be tough later. Okay, here we go. Oh, it's getting tough right now. Okay, so uh, why don't we just go right ahead and play track three, and we'll see how you're feeling about it. All right, I'll give you a little hint on this one. This company was absolutely huge in the 90s. Uh, and you definitely would have seen this before movies such as City Slickers, Shawshank Redemption. Um, and you know what? I'm even going to go a little picture a lighthouse flashing across the screen as that beautiful little melody played. All right, let's hear it one more time. No, not happening. Not happening? <laughs> Just right. anything? All right. This I mean, I have got a guess. I've got a guess. I've got a guess. Okay. Okay, perfect. Let's yeah. see. What do we got? Justin, Answers do guess? in three, two, I don't have a guess. one. 
Lighthouse Studios. Uh, okay, no. See, I'm not. Get, <laughs> my, my my clues aren't going to be that obvious. This was Castle Rock Entertainment. Oh, yeah. Castle this is, Rock. This is Seinfeld. This is Seinfeld. <laughs> At the there end you of go. Seinfeld. Really? Fre- yes. Oh no way! <sighs> That's why it was bothering me. I'm like, I wow. know this one. Wow. Oh yeah. And then that like, angers me. I guess that, that would have me. That would have something to do with the fact that it was Shawshank Redemption, right? Castle Rock. That makes a lot of sense. Oh. Okay, I'm putting that in wow. just so okay. that I know. All right. Uh, well, let's keep on charging ahead here. Let's go with number four. Right. This company was a mainstay of the 80s and 90s. Uh, you would have seen this before Total Recall, Terminator 2, or Hook. Uh, recently, you would have seen it before Baby Driver. Oh, no. This is where Justin's going to overthrow me because I honestly, I I don't think I have any of it. Well, let's see, <laughs> I don't let's think see. I have anything. Let's see those answers. Three, two, one. Is that a TriStar there, Justin? Yes, it is. That's a TriStar. That's correct. Nicely no! done. <laughs> yeah, so that's the, the Pegasus floating over the clouds yes. towards the screen. Oh, man. Beautiful. Well done. Well done. I'm impressed. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, this next one, you guys are definitely going to recognize, and I think you might be able to get it. I think you might be able to get this one. So let's go ahead and play track number five. Oh, love the guitar at the end. So lovely. Now you guys so seem pretty lovely. confident on that, so we're jumping right into yeah. answers in three, two, one. DreamWorks. We've got DreamWorks. There we go. Perfect. A little fishing on the moon, if you will. Yeah, the little the little boy on the moon. I literally closed my eyes when I was watching it as it was happening. Did you guys know that? That was like... Oh, really? To, that's... No, I was just making that up. But that's oh. a good story, right? Like, that could work. <laughs> I believed you. That's hilarious. Yeah, I believed it too. All right, now, not all of these fanfares are pretty little songs. Some are just sounds. So we're mm. going to go ahead and play number six. All right, that one's everyone. If you don't have it, Justin, I'm revoking your nerd license. Oh, okay. Well, I, well let's I, see. I, I don't know oh. what one is, is, is acceptable, but I, I – okay, can we show? Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Perfect. I'll take. Yep. Perfect. MGM. I don't know if you want the full name. Metro. Metro. Metro Gold. Goldwyn Mayer. Mayer? Goldwyn Mayer. I mean, we all watched the movie, didn't we? Didn't we watch the movie about it? it RKO. Mank. Yeah. Oh gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then uh, that was. Geez, I should have looked it up. That's what Leo the Lion or something. I believe. Leo the Lion. Yeah. Leo the Lion. Yeah. 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 And And he's been like remastered now. Did you see it? He's what? Sorry. They got the remastered version of that line out now. Yes, yes. He's like, he looks good. I mean, it's so yeah. it's so cool how they filmed that with like literally just a lion poking <clears throat> its head through a circle on a screen. You know, <laughs> that's so dumb. 
That's how they did it originally. No, I'm saying I'm saying it, that's smart, but it's also the dumbest thing. It's just like put that hole through that line. Now yeah, looks real good. Okay, record it. Here we go. Hey, that was that would have been special. You know, that would have been fancy effects at the time. Yeah, yeah, very funny. All right, this next one, um, I at least personally uh, associate it more with a very long-running TV show. So let's go ahead and play track number seven. Oh, man. It's, 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 come on. Like, you can see that blue screen with her shushing at the, at the movie. That's all you remember. That's it. all you remember. You don't remember the name. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have got the name on this one, unfortunately. But, yeah, every, t- every, every night after The Simpsons, you know. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, okay, but it looks like uh, you might have a guess. Nate, you Maybe. ready over there? I have a guess, yeah. I all have right, a guess. let's see. Awesome, let's see. In three, two, one. Amblin. Is it Amblin? No. It was Gracie Films. Gracie Films. See, now you can see that myself. on the movie screen, but you wouldn't. Yeah. Ah, that was tough. Dude, every episode of The myself, Simpsons. Man. Come I on. Know, I hate myself for not knowing that. <laughs> I terrible. I've watched The Simpsons. Like, I know. And we, we I know literally talked about. If you said, where does this play on the end of? I'd say, oh, The Simpsons. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> Justin, we literally talked about the Gracie Films logo with Mickey Mouse at the end of the new short on Disney Plus with Maggie. Yeah. Like, oh, I brought true. it up too. I wow, I didn't bring up. Wow. I didn't bring up. The, I didn't bring up the Gracie films. I actually acted out the sounds <laughs> because that's what Just stands honestly. out. <laughs> uh, amazing. Oh man. Um, okay, well, uh, let's go to another pretty classic uh, movie theater fanfare here with number eight. Hmm. I think I know this one. So now this one I think you, I have you would have seen before uh, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Mask, Snakes on a Plane, uh, and even this year's Mortal Kombat. Oh, shoot. Oh, hold on. Oh, I might have helped him there. He brought up my favorite movie, so yeah, you helped me. <laughs> okay, okay, I think right. I have it. Good, I think good, I have good. it. All right, let's see those answers in three, two, one. Please. Is that a New Line Cinema there, Justin? Yes, oh, you dang got it. it, New Line Cinema. No. <laughs> so that was the uh, that was the square where the, the two film, uh, film reels yeah. come over it. You got it. Yep. New you line. can even see it. And it's also it. like Amazing. all the Mortal Kombat movies. Probably. Oh yeah. Oh man. And here I thought it was Warner Brothers Studios. Like, what did you have originally though? <sighs> before it's. I had. Oh, before that, nothing. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> we'll, we'll see it again. We'll see it again. I'm too embarrassed. Well, right. you might be able to use that answer later, Nate. Who knows? We'll have to see. Uh, but it won't be for this next one. Uh, why don't we jump right in? This is another pretty classic one, though, with track number nine. Mm. 
going to need a hint for that one. Okay, now uh, <laughs> this is a pretty big studio, but uh, I would say this fanfare in, in particular is most iconically um, played to start the Indiana Jones movies. And they always sort of used it to fade into the movie. Gotcha. Oh, shoot. Ah! Okay. I think. I think I got. Yes, I got this. All I right. got this. Okay. We How okay, we here we go. Okay, let's do this. Three. Yeah, let's go here with go. number nine. The answer's please. We got please? Paramount. You got it, gentlemen. Well let's done. Let's go! Well done. I might have been too generous with the hints there. Yeah, you were way too generous there. <laughs> I thought my Indiana Jones one would have given it away. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Amblin again. <laughs> that would have been a good guess, actually. But Right? Because isn't that, that's, that uh, that's like E.T. and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I almost yeah. just uh, remember hearing that played as you walked around Canada's Wonderland when it used to be owned by Paramount. Mm, they, that's you, right. That would right. pop up, you know, yeah. getting a funnel cake or something. Um, okay, let's jump into the next one. Track 10. We're getting there halfway through. I don't know who, uh, if, you know, there's, there's different musicians out there in the world, right? Whoever is the chime musician... The one and only chime musician that all these studios have hired to do the oh yeah they all sound the same like it's, in every single one yeah it's it's purposeful though right like it, it is purposeful uh, to you know signify their sort of like they are a, a that's business a, that's Xavier Montalbán uh, world famous chimist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right Kevin I'm gonna need more of a hint than okay. Xavier Montalbán uh, okay I would say that this company is as associated with sound as they are with movies. Uh, this logo would have appeared before movies such as The Karate Kid, Ghostbusters, Jumanji, and even Hotel Transylvania. I'm giving you two. I'm giving you two here. No, you can't do two answers. It's it's the same. I know. It's either one or the other. If you're just covering your tracks to see if I'm going to be too picky, I, yeah. I don't mind that. Yeah. All right, Nate, we ready for a guess here? Uh, not really, but let's go. All right, three, two, one. Sony Pictures is the correct answer. Because yeah. oh. Sony bought I Columbia. What, good yeah, guess, yeah. though, Nate. Good guess. <laughs> Dude, with sound? I don't think of so. I guess because of their, what, their music players? Yeah, that they yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, okay. I can see where I threw you off there. Uh. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sony is Sony was, was renowned for their sound. I thought sure. so. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, speaking of sound... Our next clip, again, doesn't have music and relies on sound. Mm, interesting. Track number 11. Well, you guys uh, were pretty confident writing your answers down as soon as you heard that little yeah, jingle. Yeah, I'm not even going to uh, wait. There we go. We're showing. We're showing. There it is. Pixar, baby. Of course. Of course. Luxo. Luxo and Luxo, Luxo Jr. Right. They're there. I mean, listen, if we didn't get that one, I would quit Geekcentric. Right. Okay. Right. Some of these, yeah. you just yeah. you lose <laughs> your geek card, your geek cred if you don't get them. Oh, man. Um, all right. All right. Well, we're going a little more old school again. Uh, back to the, the heart of the 80s and 90s with our next clip. So let's jump right in with track 12. Track 12. 
if Nate can get this, then uh, he's not that. Can old. I get a hint? This one is so <laughs> like VHS. Hint? Yeah, like that is that is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's before Nate was like able to re- like watch VHS. I think he pretty much started on DVD. <laughs> so, right. All right. Mean, let me get a hint. Let me get a hint. Considering their three highest grossing movies are Signs, Pretty Woman, and Armageddon. Yeah, they're they're a bit older of a company. And their studios didn't oh, stick around for too long, but they're affiliated with another uh, studio that we all know. All right. Okay. Here you go. I'm ready. Oh, we're ready? All right. Let's see those answers. Do we have Touchstone? You got it, Just Touchstone Justin's- Home Entertainment, to be specific. So, yeah, definitely uh, that VHS sound. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Justin is, is running away with this. I put Miramax, so... Great. That was a good guess, though. <laughs> That's a good guess. Nah, it wasn't this. You didn't stand It just a proves that Justin's older than me. Exactly. That's all, That's all it proves. It is. It's just dating himself in the game. I am here. dating myself. I, Let's, like, and look, I probably am too picking Star. these studios, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, I mean, this one's a little bit more recent of a company, so maybe this gives you a chance uh, here, Nate. Let's go with track 13. Probably one where you'd recognize it if you saw it, but it's a little yeah. harder to visualize the sound. Um, I will say that this independent film studio replaced uh, another very successful independent film studio from the 90s uh, and released films throughout the mid-2000s and 2010s, including Clerks 2, The Artist, and Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, no. Justin knows what Clerks is. Oh, oh. I don't know if I have it right. Though, but I think it's funny if it is the right answer. I mean, I don't even know movie studios' names, <laughs> so like I don't. Oh man, um, okay. but you know Sony Animation, just gonna... so you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I, I promise, am just gonna I promise go. This is the last tricky one of the first round. So if you don't get it, don't worry. Nah. All right, I'm having fun, even if I'm wrong on this one. Okay. All right, well, I think I've given you more than enough time on this one, so let's get those answers in three, two, one. Oh, see, so close. It's so funny. It isn't Miramax. It's the company that replaced Miramax, the Weinstein Company. The Weinstein. Oh, so I, 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 and I almost wanted to be like, oh, Nate, you're going to be close with your answer from the last one on this next one. But uh, You no. could have given a no hint cigar. saying that the, it's named after a terrible man. Like that could have been helpful. I know, I know. <laughs> that would have given it away. too obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put it for the record, everyone. I put Silver Studios. Silver Studios. <laughs> Not even a real studio. You're kind of close <laughs> with the Harvey Weinstein. There you go. Ooh, gross. Um, okay, Nasty. we got two more left in this round. So why don't we jump right in? This, if you don't get this one, this is come on, boys. Number fourteen. My happy place. Seriously. Forget Jeez. movie theaters. Can we just go back there? Oh, Can we go yeah. there instead? Please. Holy. Well, that's my favorite fan for the, the new design of the flying over the yeah. castle and the trips. Oh. My absolute favorite. Goosebumps when I yeah. see it. All right. Let's so see good. those answers. 
Three, two, All one. All right. Miramax. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Disney. I mean, I was looking for Walt Disney Pictures, but I'll accept oh, Disney. I'll accept Disney. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Let's just jump right into our final one of this first round here. Number 15. Oh, I see. I see lots of puzzled looks after this one. I honestly didn't even write a hint for this one because I just thought it was so classic and so iconic. Um, oh, geez. Okay, you know, fine. Okay. Uh, you might have seen this one if, uh, uh, you know, you were flying on a broomstick or, uh, you know... Um, um, it you know we saw eight different variations of it over the last fifteen years. All right, okay, all right. Did we get this? There now we go. We got the, the Warner Brothers. I can't believe oh I gave that gosh. one to you. Wow. <laughs> you didn't like my alluding to Harry Potter. Oh, now I get it. The uh, wait, broomstick. Wait. The flying on a broomstick, and oh. the, the, we saw eight different I variations was like, of it. Because <laughs> yeah. they did I do thought. a great job, eh? Like every Harry Potter yes. started, and I loved how that Warner Brothers logo got more and more sort of decrepit and decrepit. darker yeah. as the movies yeah. went along. I thought that was a, oh, a really go fun those twist movies on that. Now. Oh boy, I mentioned Harry Potter. Justin's going <laughs> on a binge. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so why don't we jump right into round two? Things are going to be a little different here. This one's going to be challenging, so I am going to give you two points if you can correctly identify the movie. So we talked about Pixar, and, and you know you have Luxo bouncing in, and do you remember when Wally came in and crushed the R before the start of the movie? Mm -hmm. And you know, right. so I always love when a movie can sort of play on the traditional fanfares and sort of yeah. make them their own for the movie. Uh, and yeah. so, again, we're going to hear this, and I'm going to see if you can guess what the movie uh, associated with this sort of twist on the traditional fanfare is. And I'll give you a little hint. But, again, these are going to be worth two points um, if you can get these correct. Are we all set to go? Yeah, what's the score right now? You're winning, Justin. That's the score. I just think the listeners should know. That. <laughs> <laughs> I think they know. I'm actually like... Well, because you could come back, man. Could yeah. I? Oh, yeah. It's it's definitely within reach here. Because, again, there's up. you could get up to 10 points in this next category. But, like, Justin, I have to say, you got 11 out of 15. That is wow. pretty darn good. Oh, wow. Uh, and, Nate, you got over half. You got eight. You got over okay, that halfway perfect. mark, man. You did really, right, really good. well. Considering I was busting out a lot of 90s nostalgia for Justin and I there. So um, I think you, I, yeah. you both did really well yeah, there. Young, so if I, get, if I get two of these right and Justin gets none of them right, I win. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, it's not quite it, the math, but it's close. Dude, I'm good with math, Kevin. <laughs> you're, Let's you're keep gonna going. You're going to have to hope he doesn't get uh, <laughs> any of these. Uh, all right, but uh, why don't we all jump right, right on, in? on, Hugsy. We're going to go round two, question one, track 16. So for this one, picture the universal spinning globe 
getting chromed out and souped up. All right, let's see those answers. Oh, see, Nate said the Fast and the Furious. Unfortunately, it was too fast, too no! furious. <laughs> oh, Justin with another. Unbelievable, folks. Come on, too I fast, just too furious? watched that movie. Oh, like yesterday. Oh, of course you <laughs> that did. That is the only reason. It was well, on. I was like, sure. You know what, Justin? Now we're not family anymore. Yeah. We're not family anymore. Beautiful. And now I'm going to have to shave my wood, head. Wood hasn't even been invented yet. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, I want to see if Justin could just run the, the gamut here. He's going to get all of them, dude. No, Nate, you're going to get a few of these two. Don't worry. Let's jump into our second for round two, track 17. In this one, we've got a classic Warner Brothers logo morphing into an iconic character symbol, but that song is the signature song of this particular iteration. So can you guess the specific movie I'm talking about here? Yeah, I know. I, th I don't know if I, I got it, but I know it. Yeah, let's do this. Are you ready, Nate? Oh, I don't even know how to spell these words. Okay, we'll try it. Oh, boy. I don't know what we'll he's going it. for then. All right, let's see those answers in three, two, one. We both got Batman Forever. Correct, yeah! Amundo. Well done. Let's go. I haven't even seen that oh movie. Oh, God. <laughs> you haven't seen it? No, I was writing down Spider-Man at first. <laughs> you know how they do like this at the starting? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's man. Actually, it's, and you know what's funny? It's Danny Elfman. Who did the music for Spider-Man? That's they where like, the there we Randy. go. So there we go. Could be you were on. Could to definitely something. hear the close. similarities for sure. Yeah, yeah. But that's good that you got it. I'm glad. Hey. Yeah, I can't believe you guessed that. How did you guess that if you haven't seen it? it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just it sounded Batman-y to me. So I was like, and then as soon as you said Warner Brothers, I was like, that's got to be that's got to be Batman. It can't be Spider-Man, right? Yeah. No. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Nailed yeah. that. Cool. All right. Well, uh, our next one here is another Universal. Um, movie that gets its sort of unique treatment. So let's play it and see if you can get it. Shit, I don't know if I know this one. Okay. Hmm. So, yeah, this movie uh, replaced the classic Universal Spinning Globe with an 8-bit version of it. Uh, and then also that retro game sound, uh, which was very fitting of the movie. I don't know if this is the right name. 
it's tricky. Two would come to mind for me, I think. Yeah. All right. I got mine. All right. Let's see these okay. guesses in three, two, one. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Just Pixels would have been the one that I picked. But nope, Nate got it right. with Scott Let's Pilgrim versus the go! world. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. It literally, those were the two. I was like, is it Pixels? I've never seen Pixels. <laughs> no, I know, nor have I. But like, it's, yeah. I was, that was the one. And Man. is Pixels, is Pixels uh, Warner Brothers? Or Universal, Universal. Sorry? Is Pixar Universal? Universal? Yeah. Or Pixels? Pixar. All right. We're talking too many movie studios now. Actually, I don't know if it is Universal. You're right. I thought it was Sony or something. No. Yeah, it might be Sony. You might be right. Yeah. I know it was Adam Sandler, so it was probably Sony, Columbia. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've got two questions left. The score right now is Justin 15, Nate 12. So oh. you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> I'm not going to get this. Oh, let's see. Let's see. We'll I see. Think, we'll see. Yeah, I'm very could, excited to see back, if you guys get man. this next I'm not, one. I'm not getting too cocky, but, you know, let's see. Well, let's see. Let's play uh, number four of round two. So this movie opens up by going absolutely ham on the Sony Columbia logos, ripping them up to shreds, replacing chunks of them with all kinds of retro comic book styled imagery. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, that would have given it away, too. I can't see uh, Justin's answer. Sorry. It was definitely you're both correct. It was Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man oh, Into yeah. the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I believe the full title is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, uh, which is what I wrote. Uh, does that mean anything, Kevin? <laughs> All right, last one. Uh, you know what? I like that going into the last one here. Uh, but I think you'll probably both get this one. Uh, it's, a, it's a newer movie. We will definitely have to play that on a low volume. So <laughs> I can't even believe I included it, considering it butchers my absolute favorite there. What are our answers? Of course, it's Soul. Correct, Amundo. There we go. There so we you go. know what? I'll, 
I'll give it to Ju- Justin. Rightfully took it. He Justin took deserved it. to win. We made it. Ni- you made it nice and close at the end, though. But well done, <laughs> Justin. That was impressive. That first round, I'm especially. Surprised with you got myself, some. Guys. I did not think you were going to get all of those. This is why I don't really like to do trivia all the time because it's only specific things that I'm really good at. Like if you ask me anything, <laughs> science or books or anything else. But this is all just useless stuff that I guess I paid off for really for really knowing. I've watched a lot of movies. Wow. Right? It's if crazy. your parents ever give you crap for having spent too much time watching movies as a kid, you can tell them, but I won the Geek-Centric Fanfare Trivia Challenge. Okay? Wow. Yes. <laughs> awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Uh, well, that about does it, folks. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. You guys did well. That was, that was cool. I, I wasn't sure uh, if you were going to be able to, to keep up, but you really did. You blew my mind there. Um, and to those listening, we hope you enjoyed jamming out with us on this week's episode. Uh, was it as difficult a game for you as I thought it was going to be? Uh, were you able to identify as many of the classic studio fanfares as Justin? Uh, do you have a favorite one that really gets you excited for a movie uh, that you're about to watch that maybe I didn't mention? If so, let us know. Justin, where can they do that? They can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Bum, bum. Right. Um, And folks, remember, if you enjoyed the show, please, please go and subscribe to the Geek Centric Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to leave that five-star review. Uh, Anything less is simply unacceptable. Also, remember, we have new episodes of our Bad Batch Watch Club every Monday. Woo! Uh, But uh, until then, we are Geek Centric. And you can be too, which means you can also check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash geekcentric. Follow us on Twitter at geekcentricyt and follow us on Instagram at wearegeekcentric. Uh, Nate, before we go, are you still ripping open those Pokemon cards over on Twitch? Of course you are. Uh, We're ripping packs. We're snapping snaps every Sunday night. We got Snap Sundays going on. So definitely come check it out. 9.30 Eastern uh, at twitch.tv slash nateplaysgames. And uh, I am very stoked uh, to mention... I'm going to be starting to play my first uh, game of Mass Effect. I've never played Mass Effect ever, and I've just been told so many good things. Um, so we'll be we'll be trying that out on stream, along with some more Resident Evil streams, which I mentioned at the top of the show are just terrifying, but very entertaining to watch me uh, go through uh, sheer dread. Uh, so again, twitch.tv slash NatePlaysGames, and then check me out on Instagram to see when I'm going live. Uh, just NatePlaysGames on Instagram. So check it out. So much going on. And I know... Uh... Darcy uh, was quite jealous of a poll you had uh, recently. Uh, one of the uh, the team up ones, one of the tag team ones, or something. You pulled yeah, the the Charizard and Reshiram. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he literally bought some booster boxes in hopes of getting Just that card back in the day. So <laughs> nice. Uh, well, anyways, Justin, Nate, thank you so much for joining me for today's fanfare-tastic episode. And as we say, love ya. Stay home safe, guys. Peace.